Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello and welcome back. It's Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Hello out there. Hope everyone is doing amazing. This has definitely been a short, long week for me. It is Friday, the day I'm doing this today, and I'm actually excited because we just had a family trip to Bend, Oregon, and I actually started another podcast interviewing one of my nieces because I had them both with me, and they're both very fascinating and interesting people, and in the middle of a wonderful interview, which we will finish, unfortunately, we had a dog emergency, so unfortunately, RIP Scoob, we loved him very much, my niece Brittany's dog, we had to put him down, so that was really terrible. In a weird way, I'm glad that our whole family was there to support Brittany and her boyfriend, Clint. But yeah, it put a damper on what was an amazing weekend. But isn't that how life goes? I think we all know life can be so sweet and wonderful, but it does have the downs that go with the ups. So we will continue that interview. I will finish it remotely because my niece Brittany is up in Washington. So that is coming soon. So I wanted to talk about something else today. And unless you've been under a rock, and I don't mean that facetiously, just because it seems to be all over the news, all over social media, I wanted to talk about the drug Ozempic. Now, just a blanket statement here, and this is seriously the truth what I believe. I do believe in my body, my choice. And so me talking about this drug, and I'll be talking about other things in health, by no means is a judgment. I am talking about information, and I am talking about things I read that are science-based and are not propagated by the media, or they are propagated. I'm trying to get the truth out there. So I really feel like my body, my choice. And that was a big thing during COVID when the government and peers and friends and everything were pushing the shot on everyone and it wasn't for everyone. And now all these side effects are coming out. And again, my body, my choice, your body, your choice. If you wanted to get the COVID shot, go for it. But that doesn't mean that everybody has the right to tell other people what to do. Anyway, we won't get totally (laughs) into that today, but I wanted to blanket statement that because like I said, I really want this podcast to be informational and yes, I throw my opinion in, but by no means is it a judgment. It's definitely just me talking about things. So now that we got that out of the way, back to Ozempic. So what I meant by if you were under a rock, it seems that it is a fad drug right now and It's a very interesting drug. So Ozempic is the brand name. The um, actual name of it is semaglutide. That's the generic name. And it's interesting because what it's really used for um, is to help with blood sugar. And I'm actually reading an article as we speak. And semaglutide is actually um, a glucon-like peptide 1 receptor. And it's a peptide hormone. So it's actually a hormone. And interesting, and I learned a lot from this article as well, 
semaglutide is released when you eat to regulate insulin along with many other functions. So we make it normally in the body. Now, when people are pre-diabetic, diabetic, there's obviously some sort of malfunction with insulin, with different hormones, uh, like semaglutide. So that's where the problem is. So semaglutide, this article goes on, it's a hormone that is produced while we eat. It tells the brain that we are full. This is from Dr. Catherine H. Saunders, co-founder of IntelliHealth, and she was telling the New York Post. It helps people to feel less hungry, to feel full faster, and to stay full longer. But it does so when we actually are less full. So this drug by giving it to you, even though it is produced normally in the body, it's actually telling the body it's full before it actually is. So what it was meant to be designed for, ozempic semaglutide, was to help with people with diabetes, pre-diabetic, to help with all these functions um, so that it helps regulate their blood sugar and makes them healthier. But the side effect of losing weight has literally gone bonkers. And again, not a judgment, just observation. And, you know, they talk in this article about this craze hit Hollywood and beyond. And I feel like a lot of things hit celebrities in Hollywood first, or they just seem to be more loud about it and it gets out there. So what's interesting, you know, Ozempic, it's the brand name, right? It's marketed to improve blood sugar with people with type 2 diabetes. But like a lot of other drugs, it can be used, quote unquote, off-label, or I'm not even sure if this is counted as off-label. As you know, I'm a chiropractor. I'm not a medical doctor, and I don't prescribe drugs. So I'm not quite sure. But as a medical doctor, you can prescribe it to people that don't necessarily have diabetes and insulin issues. So... It's prescribed to adults now in this big craze who are interested in weight loss. And it's interesting because it's an injectable prescription, and I believe that it's weekly. I have patients that are on it. I have friends that are on it, family that's on it. And it's in very, very high demand because it is very good at helping you lose weight. Now, it's interesting because I don't think that people really think too much about things when you get a positive effect. And don't get me wrong, that's awesome. But to every positive effect in a drug especially, there's always going to be negative and side effects. That's just how it goes. So these doctors are prescribing this drug to people who don't necessarily have type 2 diabetes and insulin blood sugar issues. And that's wonderful. But a lot of people and people that I know, and patients, and et cetera, there doesn't seem to be an end to it. It seems like the doctors are going to continue to prescribe this to them. You have to have a prescription. And it's very, very costly, even with some insurances. But I know I've had friends and family, and even this article is talking about, pay anywhere from 500 and this article says, up to $1,349 a month. That's a lot of money per month. Now, I know there's a lot of other drugs out there, especially, unfortunately, cancer drugs and other allegedly life-saving drugs that cost a ton of money. And if the insurance won't cover it or you can't get some sort of subsidy, you can't afford to have it. So, But I do know people who are paying cash for this, which is very interesting. So this article goes on to say, along with affecting insulin, 
uh, semaglutide may influence the nervous system, leading to an appetite-reducing response. Many taking semaglutide report that the drug makes them feel full faster, so they're satisfied eating smaller amounts. And I just talked about that earlier. They talked more about the nerdy science way that happens. So, okay, great. Now, what's interesting is, again, other side effects and other effects, they don't have to be negative, that happen with this drug it's quote unquote also an anti-addiction drug. So it's interesting, this article says, people taking Ozempic for weight loss say they have also stopped drinking, smoking, shopping, and even nail biting. And that quotes The Atlantic reported in May, 2023. So really it's not just, and the article says being pawned off, kind of negative, pawned off as a weight loss panacea and panacea meaning kind of a remedy for everything, but also this anti-addiction drug. Now, again, anecdotally, and I don't mean that tongue in cheek, I mean that other friends and patients reporting to me, they are reporting that. So yes, they're not only losing weight, but they have no desire to drink. Maybe they had issues with drinking or, you know, really liked to drink and they they shouldn't be drinking like that. And now they have no desire. And oh my God, you know, we don't think about shopping and nail biting as addictions, but they sure are. I mean, I, I have come across patients who bite their nails so badly that they bleed to the bone and they just can't stop. So <clears throat> again, that is wonderful, but they're really pushing it as this panacea, this, <clears throat> excuse me, um, all remedy drug. And that's kind of interesting, right? Again, great, you're getting other things. But we have to, again, look at the negative side effects because, again, with any drug, that's always going to be with a lot of things, too. If you eat one cookie, right, it's delicious, you probably won't have a lot of problem. But if you eat a bag of cookies every day, you're going to start to have a lot of problems. You're going to start to have possibly blood sugar issues. It can lead to diabetes. It can lead to weight gain. It can lead to gastrointestinal issues. Do you see what I mean? So there's always a negative flip side. So this article goes on that metabolic, nutritional, eye, renal, urinary, and cardiac disorders were also reported, but gastrointestinal events occurred primarily often. Among those who took semaglutide orally, so I guess you can take it orally as well, 50% experienced gastrointestinal gastrointestinal events compared to 47.2% of those using the injectable form. Huh. Further, semaglutide was associated with a greater number of gastrointestinal adverse events compared to other medications, including citagliptin and empalifosin. Okay. I don't know those drugs. I'll look it up later. I'm assuming they are drugs that have something to do with helping with blood sugar and diabetes. Again, I'm reporting. I'm not the doctor prescribing this. So it says in 2028, researchers also warned that mild to moderate gastrointestinal adverse events occurred more often among semaglutide users compared to placebo users. Further, there was an increased risk of diabetic retinopathy. Huh. What's more, studies suggest that using semaglutide may lead to adverse kidney events, and these events happen more often in people who also experience adverse gastrointestinal symptoms while taking the drug. Now, let's discuss. Again, there's always a good side to something, and there's always a bad side. That's the, the dance of life, right? The light and the dark, the 
in the sun and in the shadow. So uh, again, my opinion, I am all for people having to do what they have to do to get through life. I've always not been a proponent for any type of drug or anything that can give adverse effects that you have to be on it for the rest of your life. Now, there are always exceptions, right? Always exceptions in life. I know some people with, let's say, some psychological disorders, um, imbalances in brain chemistry in the brain, if they're not on certain drugs that do have very bad side effects, it could be even worse. For instance, they die, they kill themselves, all this. So again, remember what I said. I'm just telling you my opinion, not judging. But especially with this, knowing already, because the drug hasn't been around a ton in terms of using it in the volume that they are. I know the drug has been around a while, but in how many people are using it, not just for what it was traditionally made for, for blood sugar issues, but for the weight loss and the other anti-addiction um, uh, negation, which is wonderful. But they continue to prescribe this drug and they know already that it's having these gastrointestinal issues, stomach issues, but that's a hard word to say, gastrointestinal, especially, especially in the morning. <laughs> um, and other issues, kidney issues, uh, your, your retinas, your eyes. I mean, these are all, all important organs, right? We need to have. So my only caution to people is if you are taking this and it is for something other than diabetic or blood sugar issues, maybe you should really ask your doctor. Maybe you should really think about, huh, maybe I shouldn't be on this forever. Now, again, your body, your choice, my body, my choice, do what you want. That's how life goes. And I will still be here for you and I will still be doing this podcast, God willing. But to my friends and family who do take this drug in that capacity, not in the diabetic or pre-diabetic sense, it makes me concerned. It makes me concerned for the long run. So again, I'm not your medical doctor. I'm just reporting the information in my opinion. My opinion is this. Okay, you go on this drug, you start to lose weight, and maybe you really had a problem with weight. Maybe you really had a problem with some of these other addictions. And now you're benefiting from all these wonderful side effects of losing weight, actually getting your energy back because you're losing weight and you can move better, um, not biting your nails, not addictively shopping, not addictively drinking, not addictively eating. All that is wonderful. But maybe take the time while you are basking in this afterglow of all these wonderful good side effects to come up with a life plan, meaning, okay, now that I've lost this weight, now that I'm not doing these addictive behaviors that I know I shouldn't be doing and they're not beneficial to me, why don't I work with my doctor or a nutritionist or somebody out there who knows what they're, knows what they're talking about? on what I should be eating. Maybe I should start making healthy choices. Maybe I should start doing that in my life now so that if and when I go off this drug, I'm already in the good habits to keep me where I just got, which is amazing. And also too, same thing with exercise. Now that you're feeling better, now that you don't have the weight on you and you're not doing these other things that took up your time that you could be exercising, start with walking, start with doing that every day, start with five minutes, go to a half hour, all these different easy ways to slide in that exercise, talk to your doctor about it. So I guess that's my biggest thing. I really hope that people for themselves, not for me, for themselves, 
that while they are on this drug and doing so well with it, that they start to make a life plan. And again, that's all about the five degrees to your future, right? You've jogged over five degrees this way. You're taking this drug. You're losing this weight. You're feeling amazing. Well, why don't you come up with a plan that when you get off this drug, that you continue this naturally. So I hope you enjoyed that. And this article was from Dr. Joseph Mercola. And it was originally published on June 13th, 2023. And the thing about Dr. Mercola in the media, he did get absolutely blasted, definitely unfairly. I have followed Dr. Mercola for 20 some years, way before all the controversy of COVID. And in my opinion, he was just reporting the information. Sometimes it was his opinion, but he always links other articles. He always links other doctors and researchers. But unfortunately, he had to make a lot of his articles private because during COVID, he got death threats and he got just bashed by, oh gosh, everything from the New York Times to Fauci and all this ridiculousness. So I pay the $5 a month. I know it's crazy, right? And I think it's well worth it because now I can go back and look at these articles in full. Now he does have articles every day. And if you ever want to check him out, Dr. Mercola is amazing. I actually buy a lot from his shop, um, Mercola Market. And again, not I'm not sponsored by him. I just really look up to him. He's actually a DO, a doctor of osteopathy. He's in Florida. And one day, maybe I'll meet him because he's one of my idols. But um, you can read his articles every day. He does put them out, but they're only up for 48 hours. And then they go into his private Substack. And if you don't know what that is, Substack.com, a lot of people put things on there that you pay a nominal amount and you can go read it that have ever been banned or, oh, God forbid, uh, shunned. So it's an interesting concept. So anyway, I will I would link the article, but unfortunately it will be in the private Substack. but the name of it is kidney and gastro issues linked to popular pill to get thin. And like I said, it was originally published on June 13th, 2023 by Dr. Joseph Mercola. So I hope you got the information out there. I hope you didn't take this as a judgment if you are on any of those medications. And honestly, all I want is for you to make the right choice for you. So have a good weekend, have a wonderful day, and until then, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the 5 Degrees to Your Future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode, and please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.